vibras. Because we know the vibras. What is happening, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the You Know the Vibras podcast. You already know who it is, your boy Michael Carrasco. As always, I'm accompanied by the one and only Juan the Don. What's going on, my boy? How you feeling this week? Feeling good, man. Feeling great. You know, finally getting out of the house, you know, starting to get out and uh, take advantage of the summer. You know, the summer is going by really fast. I ain't gonna lie. The summer is going by fast. This is, is a, a quick summer. Um, Nah, for sure, man. For sure. But like people here, they say in Chicago, like you only have like three months in summer. So it's like you got to mm. really take advantage of it. But yeah, man, nothing, nothing different than that, man. I feel like we should just jump right into this unless you have anything new that happened with you. Um, I think we should nah, jump man, right I into this. Chilling. Yeah. So today uh, we're going to we're going to go over a couple. Well, a couple of things are happening, especially some some controversy. I do want to get it started with uh, the movie seen lately i would say in the last couple months a lot of big movies been getting released uh we had like the little mermaid avatar 2 uh and then avatar recently two. yeah the Is second it, part oh it's two well yeah it's the the underwater yeah. thing yeah mm -hmm. i don't know, I don't know uh, what, what, what else came out uh Fast air air came out. air the nike movie um transformers yeah came out right, right i was looking at a uh, at an article earlier they said that um uh you know the movie companies they tend to aim like late spring more like and then yep. full summer like this whole summer because summer exactly. is like a time where all the big movies like uh you know come out and uh as we may see this summer like there has been a ton of movies which a have a lot of big movies a lot of big movies lot um of movies. you know and there's you know some that are like uh creating a lot of uh i don't know i feel like the 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 movies trend like how can i say this like going out to watch movies has been a little bit on a decline a little bit 100% but it's starting it's starting to pick back up a bit with these movies that are coming out or that right, are out now right Right. And a uh, good point that you touch on, like a lot of the movies being released in the summer. And uh, as a, I would say, foreman, former movie theater employee, the reason behind that is kind of because in the summer, all the kids are out of school. Uh, so you, a lot of people frequent to the movie theater a lot more just yeah. when it's raining and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, especially and, during the week. Yeah. And, uh, one thing to mention real quick, uh, we may movie theaters are evolving. Um, oh yeah. You know, like yes. it's, it all starts with the chairs. I feel like, you know, back then mm -hmm. you were so accustomed to that. Uh, was it like mesh material? Regular... What's that material? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, and now, uh... yeah, I don't know. It's like some sort of mesh. And now they're it's like a fabric fabric, but now they're moving towards the, uh, to leather Soft leather. Yeah, Self and uh, a lot of the recline, the recline chairs, mm -hmm. the chairs are reclining now. Um, but the problem with that is it's getting a bit saturated in a way. So movie theaters have to stand out. And uh, recently, right. I've seen that some movie theaters are including uh, bars. You know, like alcoholic yep. drinks. Um, if you order food, they bring it to you instead of you having to get out of your chair and yeah, go get it. it. Um, and yep, you know, yep. it's gonna get more expensive, but it's given more of like that at home feel, you know what I mean? So that is true. 
and and we see yeah. this yeah we see this changing but like you said you previously worked at a uh at a movie well not previously well previously but a long time ago yeah kind at a movie of, theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah um what's one thing that you hated most working like at a movie theater like what's one of those things i always want i wondered what goes through you guys' mind like having to sweep you know all the popcorn mm. on the floor uh or like what's the craziest thing you've seen or experienced while being at the movie theater i just wanted to ask that really quick man i feel like the 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 worst thing was like people just living trash in the theaters bro because before in between each movie it has to get clean so we have to go clean and people just some people are just pigs man simple as that a lot of people just leave like throw the pop purposely throw the popcorn <laughs> all over the place yeah, i'm like y'all y'all like i y'all serious right now like come yeah, on thanks bro uh, I would say that was the main thing or when people are just being rude for no reason when we have to, when we tell them they have to wait to get into the into the theater. That's right. about I, I feel like those are the two things that at least for me kind of pissed me off or got right. me mad or upset. All right. So look, I'm a, I'm going to shift it over a little bit. Still in in movies obviously. Um all right, there's all right. a lot of controversy going on with the movie Sound of Freedom. Uh before right. we touch into, you know, the origins of it, like you said, you work there, so I kind of want to ask you questions about you know the movie theater. But um, right, there has right. there has all right. So really quick, let's let's just touch on Sound mm-hmm. of Freedom. So Sound of Freedom basically is a movie that has came out uh, surrounding trafficking uh, of like children. Um, right. I think it said it's based in in Colombia. In the truth, uh, correct. Yeah, but also I think they have uh, I think Honduras in there and a couple other countries where uh a guy from here in the United States goes and combats, you know, the trafficking and tries to put a stop to it. But in the movie, you see a lot of like, you know, what these guys that are trafficking, how they do it kind of, and, and, uh, you know, their mindset, what they do, uh, where they take the kids and, and, you know, they, how they sell them and everything, the whole, like, literally it's very graphic and it could be somewhat emotional to a lot of people to watch. It's definitely something that, it's hard to watch, you know what I'm saying? But it's something that is good to watch because it brings a lot of awareness to the, right. to the, what's going on with trafficking in today's day and age. Um, so yeah, with all of that that's going on in that movie, there's also been a lot of backlash with the movie. Correct. Um, Correct. In movie theaters, which is what I wanted to ask you, there have mm-hmm. been a lot of instances where, uh, the movie theater employees or the manager or whatever has turned up the, the heat like, ha- or has taken off, mm-hmm. has turned off the AC in order to make the people viewing like in just that specific room that's playing that movie. Right. They have, they have like, uh, they have played or have, you know, manipulated is the word, the screen or the whole experience in this specific movie, just that movie and that room so people can get up and leave so it's kind of like they they want to hide this movie and they don't want people to see the truth so you working at a movie theater like previously do you think like what we seeing on tiktok and stuff is something that we should believe like is, is that something that you think could be a real thing or do you think it's some sort of a stunt maybe but i mean it seems legit like like i feel like the people mm-hmm. higher up are definitely sending messages to these managers at these movie theaters and someone are trying to prevent, you know, people from seeing this and bring awareness to the whole situation. And it's very like uncomfortable. Like you've seen managers 
uh, like I said, play with, manipulate the rooms. And then they want to tell the people there, like, hey, uh, you can get a free movie pass or you could, uh, right. you know, wait. You can watch 30... something else for free. Yeah, watch right. something else for free. Or you could wait until we fix the situation. And then we'll just fast forward the trailers. Like, they're just trying to make it seem somewhat gullible. Like, hey, we really want to help. Mm-hmm. But it, it, low key, I feel like there's the something behind that. I mean, to to some extent, you can manipulate certain things like the temperature in the in the theater room. That's easy, easily you you can. It's a thermostat. I mean, all depends on like the setup of the building. Uh, but for the most part, I'm I'm referring. I'm referring. No, no, no. I'm referring to to like this. This the, the, the screen the, itself. No, well, well, not even that. I mean, yes, that. But I'm referring to the how suspect all of this is. Like, do you think? Do you think like there's managers out there that are reachable enough from like these higher ups and would do such a thing? You know what I'm saying? Or what yeah. would influence that? Yeah, or what, or what, would, or what would influence I that? Would, would it be threats? You know, possible threats? Like, I don't know. It has to be something, man. It could be. Uh, but if I'm being honest, just because of how everything is set up, let's say if you own a, a theater, right? And you have, because when a movie is, when a movie is playing, there's a contract. So you got to show the movie X amount of times. If it's doing big numbers, you got to keep showing it repeatedly. Right. That's in the contract. Right. Now I saw like one of the TikToks that I saw was that like uh, the theater itself is, is saying that the movie sold out, but people been trying to sneak in and there's yeah. nobody. Yeah. And that's kind of fraud. <laughs> so they can actually get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I've seen that. That that's very that's super crazy. How they're saying on 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 like online on or whatever marquee, on the yeah, yeah or whatever that the movie sold out and there's no one in there. Like, first of all, are you losing money as a, from a, as a movie theater? Yes, yes. Think about it. Because, are, are you or the movie right. or the movie itself losing money? That's the real question. So a little bit of both. So, so when you buy a ticket, that doesn't go to the movie theater. It goes to the ticket office or like the uh, the movie studio. How theaters make money is on like the snacks, the popcorn, and the food that you buy there, which is overpriced. So by them, exactly. <laughs> it's it's a whole. You know, you can't sneak it in. Well, you can, <laughs> but you can't buy it elsewhere and bring it in. So you buying it here, and this is the price type of thing. It's kind of like a monopoly. Uh, but by them quote unquote selling out like the showing it, it puts them at, at risk of missing out on like people buying popcorn and all the stuff and stuff like that so mm-hmm. they miss out on those revenue and the markup is crazy so mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. they're both losing money damn that, that's crazy man that's really crazy to me to know that you know they would go to such an extent you know it's something that is like if there was, I don't know, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I'm trying to, like, understand. Uh, but then again, there's a lot of fishy stuff that goes on up there with the, the people in power. Right. Um, and it's just like, wow, like, it's really crazy. But I did see that um, a lot of, their, like, I think the tickets, if you buy tickets, they go towards, like, helping um, find, the like, or put an end to trafficking or something. And then right. also, I think... If you buy a ticket, there's a ticket. Or if you buy a ticket, a ticket gets like someone gets a ticket for free or something like that. It's some weird. Uh, 
like they're trying to get more people to watch this is basically what i'm trying to say right so so they're right. they're they're doing a lot of marketing and uh promotions if, if that's the right word to uh try to get more people to watch this somehow although they are being is blacklisted the term or um i don't know what would be the right I term i say kind of like boycott it not not even nah. because it's not a lot of people want to see the movie um uh, i guess i would say hidden hidden yeah. i would say would be the right word yeah um and uh you know the the other thing about the movie is also based on a on a true story mm-hmm. so uh that's I feel like this the theaters doing this where they're trying to stop people from watching it. It sounds a little fishy, so yeah, yeah, but yeah, that sound of freedom. There's also now, you know, a, a, there's another two movies. there's two other movies that are you know people are <laughs> are very, um, which is crazy because they're two complete different movies. But Barbie and right. Oppenheimer are like the two big movies mm-hmm. right now that people going into theaters right now are like, you know, like don't know which side crazy. to go to. Um, so yeah, right. touch on that. Really so it's quick. like one of those things. It's like, if you, if you're going, <clears throat> let's say if you're going with the family, maybe the girls go watch Barbie and the guy. No, 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 no. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Let me stop mm-hmm. you. I've seen, and I've heard that Barbie is not a uh, PG 13. And it's not for kids. That is true. That yeah. is it? Yeah, it's huh. not for kids. It's not for kids. <laughs> Wait, it is, hold it on. Is, it is hold not on. for kids. Yeah, it is not for kids. Oh, uh, hold on. This is this is uh Yeah, because there's it is a lot of... it's PG third it is PG thirteen. Well, I've seen people not recommend kids to go watch it. I don't know what could be going on in the mm. movie. Um don't spoil it in the comments. I mean, maybe kissing and stuff like that, but uh I mean, but that's that's like every other movie. Yeah, though. but some uh, people, I don't know. People have said the kids shouldn't watch it. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Gosh, so it's like that, huh? Yeah. So I so. mean, just to go over the the storyline is essentially goes over um, Barbie and Ken ha- having through like enjoyed their time in the in the Barbie land. Apparently, that that's mm-hmm. that's essentially the storyline. Right. And it isn't I a mean, cartoon. It isn't a cartoon and it isn't like a reenactment of the dogs or anything. Um, but yeah, look, movie guide warns parents. Don't take your daughter to see Barbie. That's literally the headline. Huh? Yeah. It says wow. many, many parents will wrongly believe Barbie is a kid friendly film due to the film's ties hmm. to popular Barbie doll franchise. The film forgets its core audience of families and children while Kate, catering to nostalgic adults and pushing LGBTQ stuff. So, yeah. uh, so yeah. it's a, it's pretty much targeted to the people like, let's say like, I would say early Gen Z, like uh, like people that, that grew up in like the 80s, 90s type of thing. Maybe, yeah. Uh, that grew up with like Barbie being such a big thing. Ooh, you know what? Now that you bring that up, I do want to ask do you think movies like f- that were rated R for us back in the days? <laughs> do you think those movies were as bad as the movies rated PG thirteen today? Like based on like what's being portrayed in the screens and all that. And this, um, this is a good question for you guys uh, tuning in as well. I'm not. I mean, I think that movies 
back then were definitely, I'd say, somewhat more graphic, um, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And uh, I feel like they were true rated R movies. And when it's PG-13, it was true PG-13. But I feel like now, since, you know, the eras, like, now are so sensitive, like, you got to be very careful, you know, with movies and showing right. so much. Like, you don't see much blood. You don't see a lot of, like, gore and, like, you know, you don't see a lot of graphic stuff, like, anymore, I feel like. Um, mm. And I feel like a lot of the movies now tend to be more fantasy, you know, more fantasy and stuff that, you know, aren't such realistic, which I think is something that is surprising. But then again, with the advancements in technology, you'd assume that they'd be able to make things look, you know, more realistic. But I don't know. Right. I think I think right. that I think back then it was, you know. Things were more rated R. I feel like, in my opinion, if that, right. If that so, so like in, back in the days, an R-rated movie felt like an R-rated movie. Like rated R, yeah. would be an R-rated movie yeah. today, right? Yeah, for sure. Got you. Yeah, let let us know in the the comment section below what you guys think. Do you think the rated R movies from back in the days do they feel like rated R movies today, or do they feel like a different rating? Uh, and if you're listening as well, let us know in the reviews. If I'm not mistaken, so and, that, and, that's, and, and uh, if you, that, and if sorry and if you had watched Barbie, comment down below if it is PG-13 or if if these articles or the people that are talking are overreacting. Um, also, really quick, uh, I think it's uh, we. I still don't want to go away from that. Really quick, I want to touch on mm-hmm. Barbie still. <laughs> surprisingly, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. The uh, well, not crazy, but it's just such a surprise to me. Um, how big it's it is it actually is as a movie like it's getting right. a ton of love like uh like i said like there there was a rumor that like a lot of like people that have or companies sorry are saying that all of their pink products are like being sold out like clothes i and, know and product is like people are really buying into this and are like going out and shopping and, and going when they go to the movie they are like buying into the whole pink theme. And this is something we see this, this pink theme everywhere. Like, even like I said earlier, Google, yeah. you search Barbie you and it's pink. Um, yeah. And the whole so, screen starts exploding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so question. I mean, to that's you. good yeah. marketing though. Yeah, yeah it is. It's great. It's great marketing for sure. Um, how can I say this? I mean, they say men, real men wear pink, you know what I mean? <laughs> or something like that. It's like some saying. I mean, yeah. But uh, could you see yourself going to attend the, the Barbie movie with your girl? Or is it like something you wouldn't watch? Like, I watched the trailer and it, I don't know anything that could convince me to watch it. I tried to like it, but it's like, I don't think I can relate I to mean... it. I like, mean, like, I feel like I'd be bored. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it probably would be that situation. But I mean, if she if she really asked me, it's like, hey, do you want to go watch this? I, I'll probably go, but it probably wouldn't be like my first choice. I probably watch Open Hammer. Um, That's what I was gonna ask Battle, you as well. So or even Transformer. Um, yeah, Indiana Jones is out as well, so I'll probably. Yeah. So there's a lot of choices, right? So, uh, right so, now. so that's that's the the controversy right now, which I want to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie. Um, what do you think? What do you think about the two, and uh, which do you think in the long run will be the more like successful movie? I'd say. 
I would and explain Oppenheimer ooh. to those who, who don't necessarily quite know what Oppenheimer is, but it's definitely trending right now because the cast is so huge, like of big stars. Oh yeah, yeah, you got a lot of a lot of big names. So Matt Damon. Um, Let me see. Uh, you got Matt Damon. Um, Let me see. Oh damn, there's a lot of people. There's a lot. Uh, of people. Cillian Murphy, yeah, Florence right. Pugh, Emily Blunt, uh, Robert Downey Jr. That Robert Downey Jr. Yep, a lot of big names. Uh, so essentially, Oppenheimer is a Hamer or Heimer? Heimer, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer essentially takes place during World War II, and it's uh, and kind of like an autobiography of J. Robert Oppenheimer. And essentially, this takes place of the whole development of an atomic bomb. So essentially, uh, it just goes through that whole process. Based in the United States, too. Correct. Uh, so it just goes over that whole process. I feel that's the, that I, I don't know. I love seeing things go up in flame and exploding <laughs> when I'm watching a movie. So this is this is my type of movie that I will watch. Okay. Um, yeah. So it just goes over the the Manhattan Project, which was the atomic bomb that was uh, being built during that that era. So, which of the two do you think will be more successful between Barbie and Oppenheimer? I will see. I would say, in the long run, Oppenheimer will be a lot more successful. But, yeah. but then again, I mean, we can go into a whole other things where we can say Barbie may end up being like the the bigger one. But I feel what what I feel is going to happen is. For the next like five years, Oppenheimer is gonna do like amazing numbers, and then I don't know where, maybe in like ten years, Barbie's gonna just, I don't know where, blow up again. That's what I see happening. Do you have the numbers or no? Like the first day sales or or the first day? So let's see, let's see, let's see opening numbers. I think Barbie uh, would so, probably have better opening numbers because people are so anxious. So. And they're paying freaking right. crazy marketing, bro. Oh my god, that is true. That is Oppenheimer, true. not necessarily, not as much, not as much. So it says uh, about I opened a hundred fifty mil opening for Barbie. Correct, correct. Where and then million. Oppenheimer, we're looking at seventy five mil. So wow. I would say, yeah, seventy five mil. So about half of it. Uh, I mean. I would say that's predictable. I would say opening night, definitely Barbie, just because there's so much anticipation because there never been a Barbie movie. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just sitting here thinking like people are like these two guys talking about Barbie. Barbie All right. Yeah. This is the end of the movie segment. <laughs> Let's transition over. <laughs> All right. So next, next, uh, actually, you know what? This is kind of like the midpoint. Did you have a quote for us today? I know last week we forgot. I do, I do, I do. Yeah, Rick, give us a quote. Give us a quote. This is a great reset right here. I'm sorry. I was just thinking like, damn, people are like, man, these two guys, are they talking about Barbie? What really talking about Barbie? Hey, But yeah, let us know what you think about both movies. It's 2023. Yeah, let us know, man, which movie you're more inclined to. Yo, facts. Nah, but um, all right, so the quote comes from Stevie Wonder. Everybody knows Stevie Wonder. Uh, he's famous for, you know, his magic, his, you know, being such a great pianist. And, you know, obviously because he has a condition, which is him being blind. 
but yeah, he's a phenomenal artist. Um, and the quote is, we all have ability. The difference is how we use it. So, yeah, we all could equally have the same ability, but someone, you know, might be more like hungrier than you and would put, you know, right. that ability to work elsewhere. And which is that that's why that person would have probably more immediate success. So, yeah, it's all about, you know, you finding, you know, what you're good at. And I feel like that ability is there. You just have to, you know, try so many things to see what really is your niche or, you know, what's your specialty or what you have more skills in that way. The ball can get rolling after, you know, you, uh, you know, you start using it, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's very important to me. Um, I feel like, uh, I always had like a problem, like going through high school and stuff, like finding a plan B like after football. Um, Oh, so, like, I thought you were talking about that. <laughs> Sorry, man. I don't know. How, you say high school plan B, so I don't know, bro. But I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> let's let's not let's not put your experiences on me, bro. Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, never man, experienced just, that, by the way. You you just threw me off, man. All right, whatever, bro. <laughs> But yeah, so where I plan B. So yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Basically, in high school, like I mean, I knew I had ability, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just could never find the plan B. Uh, and then <laughs> this guy is crazy, man. So yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> going through you know college was was which kind of humbled me in a bit to find it because I started to be real myself and like, damn, like you know. I don't think I'm going to make it to the league, you know, at this point, like I got to start finding ways to, you know, know what I'm going to do after college. And that's when I started, you know, trying things, playing, you know, around with stuff, then got into podcasting. So, yeah. Now I agree, man. I agree. I, like, I, I honestly, I felt the same way as you in, uh, in high school, because for me, it was like, I guess since, since I was younger, it was, oh, you're going to go into the MLB. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Uh, kind of like the whole Dominican dream, right? Um, but after I got hurt, it was like, okay, now, like, why do I transition to? And and I feel that kind of, that made me realize, you know, that's when I really made the switch into, like, photography, videos, and all that good stuff. And, yeah, now we're here creating content. Yep. Facts. That's the quote. All right. So... There you go. That was a good sorry, quote. Let sorry. us know what you, you guys you think. You just made it weird, man. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> man, I don't know. You say high school plan B, so he kind of, yeah. Let us know what you guys think. <laughs> I'm a child of God, uh, man. I'm a child of God. I don't know amen what that to is. that. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> so, all right. So, we got we got a big, big sporting event happening. So, it is Messi debuts with Miami. Enter Miami, and yeah. Inter Miami and I'm and all the stars all the stars crazy. came out. All the stars came out for this event. All the stars man. came out. Yeah. And I, had... I was reading something where tickets were going for as much as much as fifty six thousand dollars. Wow. That yeah. is I mean, it's ooh, the first it's the first outrageous. one, but it's the it's the first event, bro. I mean, it's realistic. Um and it's crazy, man, the pool that Messi has at this point of his career and his age. You know what I mean? Like you look at mm-hmm. like uh you look at someone like 
All right. So this, all right, this is a perfect question. It's a perfect question. Do you think, cause I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, wow, like somebody isn't paying that for like LeBron or for Brady or whatever. Right. But, right. But let's say LeBron were, was, you know, to make a shift randomly and go play in like the Euro league or something overseas. Mm. Would that first game be as expensive? You know what I'm saying? I feel like it. Yeah. I was I would say yeah. Because a lot of a lot of the people over there they're not used to seeing LeBron play. Right. Right? So I don't know where oh, LeBron is playing. Dang, now everybody wants to show up, which drives the the ticket prices. Right. So yeah, so basically what I was gonna say with Messi is him coming to the United States and playing in the MLS has brought a ton of attention to the MLS in whole. Surprisingly, here in Chicago, they're even making billboards like Messi in Chicago against the Chicago Fire. Like, like, bro, when when you when you are a team, this is how bad you gotta know you are as a team. (laughs) When you as a team promote the other player, oh the 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 other player coming from another team going against you, and you're promoting that. That that's tough. That's really tough. Messi is like I that, mean, bro. That's super tough, bro. Yeah, and the ticket, I mean, he's not a to legend. mention, like you said, the tickets he's... are expensive. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's a legend, so I see it happening. Honestly, the first time that he plays in niche city, I feel like it's going to be crazy. A lot of tickets are going to sell out. A lot of people, people are going to travel. Out. People are going to travel. People are going to travel to the nearest, like, let's say they, they live in a, in a city where there's not a team. They're going to go to the nearest city uh the streets are gonna be crazy honestly <laughs> Facts. oh I feel like they're gonna be parades and all that yeah nah and you know what's crazy um i forgot the i forgot i should have had this ready uh enter miami um they have signed a couple guys from uh messi's you know former team in barcelona they have signed jordi alba um luis suarez mm-hmm. um they're so they're bringing the guys, super team, you know, baby. they're bringing a super, super team, team to the MLS, which is something, you know, they just keep signing more and more guys, which is something that's very, you know, surprising uh, that I think I don't know if it was I think it might have been Alba. I'm not sure. But one of these guys was making more in Barcelona or the team they were at. And they asked to be bought out to go play with Messi. That's tough. Uh, I think it was Alba. If I'm not mistaken, but yeah, that's, that's that fire. is crazy. Yeah. That that just tells you the the type of power and uh, influence that he has in the in the in the soccer. Right, world. and and and, and uh, touching on that really quick, like you said earlier, like it brought out a ton of phenomenal stars, and this is something you're gonna see throughout the whole MLS season when Messi's going to these mm-hmm. other other cities and states, like at this one, and I think they're playing um, Cruz Azul from Mexico. I don't know if they're playing in Miami or yep. where. But uh, or if they played, sorry. Um, but yeah, LeBron was there. Serena Williams, uh, the Kardashians, Kardashians, Tristan Thompson. You know everybody. So this is something you're gonna see. It's gonna be a trend now. If you didn't watch soccer, you're gonna watch soccer now due to Messi, and it's phenomenal. I have to say, he's doing this exactly. And I tell you what, it's gonna be good for the MLS league because it's gonna turn a lot of people. Because a lot of people just watch like. La Liga, all the like overseas leagues, the Mexican, you know, Latino American leagues. Uh, I feel like that's going to put a lot of eyes 
in the MLS because now you have everybody wants to show out just to see Messi, but then then people start going to recognize, oh damn, that that kid's play good and stuff yeah. like that. So it's overall it's going to be a positive thing for MLS. Facts, facts, I agree. Facts. So we got we got uh, <laughs> one more topic that we want to hit for you guys. So there's there's been controversy between two artists, uh, and I, I did we talk about it though? No, no. So I, I'm not sure. Yeah, we we didn't talk about it. But lately, over the last I would say couple Mon- weeks, months, months, the last couple months, six nine and Anuel, man, that yeah. beef is going. <laughs> Go crazy. Yeah, so so six nine and Anuel, it's it's an interesting story. Um mm-hmm. before six nine got incarcerated or locked up, you know, for his whole situation, they were good friends. Um according right, to six nine at least. According to six nine at least. Don't don't quote right. me on this. Uh they had a, a for a song, I think I don't know if you could they have argue three songs together. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if you could argue that Bebe is the both of them's top song number wise stream wise no i don't think so stream wise it might be bro it has billion stream it has a wise? billion yes bro it has a billion on youtube hmm. i think i stand bro Hold on. i gotta you said baby yeah i don't know bro don't it has know. a bill it has billions bro what are you it talking has about billions 1.4 billion is that is that their, their first holy crap? Is that their first uh collaboration that they did? Yeah. That's the both of them's top song. Okay, bro. that makes sense. That makes sense. But that is crazy. Come on, man. You talking to Wanda man. Cra- I'm, the inform- think- I'm the most informed I'm the most informed guy, man. Look, you go that, to Six Nine Channel. Oh, no, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Anuel, nah nah nah. Damn. Anuel's top song is China. China. With that Yankee Carol yeah. G Osuna, two billion secreto Carol G one point four billion. Um, damn, I don't know. Arguably, it might be both of their top songs. It's definitely Six Nine's top song. Uh, yeah, yeah. But still, one point four billion is is massive. But it's yeah, anyways. Lot. So yeah, so I they. Want, I want to know what the what that YouTube check looks like on a monthly man for for yeah. that amount of views. Well, it was a real commercial song, you know, contagious beat. It was. And stuff like that, but yeah, basically. So yeah, going back to the dialogue. Um, so yeah, um, six nine and Anuel, they were friends before six nine got locked up. Like I said, according to six nine, right. they had multiple songs together and everything. What happens? Six nine gets locked up. You know, there's a whole snitch thing rumoring around. Anuel is, you know, preaches the street, you know, street life. Right. You know how he's in the street, so he can't attach himself to the six nine figure anymore. Um, six nine starts to call him fake. That oh, you were my brother. You left me stranded. You're the only friend that I had in the industry. Blah blah blah. And uh, both of them, their friendship seems to come to an end at this point. And you know, six nine says that uh, he's talked to Anuel's mom, and Anuel talked to his mom, and all of this back and forth. Eventually, you just stop hearing both of them communicate. You know, and uh, right. you know, you see six nine. Uh, slowly after he got free, uh, have trouble to get back into the music industry. Um, but 
some don't know, it's just nine when he was locked up, he signed the contract for ten million for two albums. One in English, one in Spanish. One in Spanish, yeah. Yeah. Which so uh he released a Spanish la what, like last month. Right. Um I'm not gonna lie, man. He did good. He I, don't good so. I don't think I don't he did, I don't he think pretty uh, decent. So I think I think he flopped on both of them. You can't name me one song from either album, bro. I mean, the one that he did with Yailin, that one went crazy. Crazy um, where? <laughs> I mean, like bro. in the if you if you were in the yard when that song released, man, that was the only song that was pretty much playing for like the entire week. I think and that was like the topic. Were. I mean, they 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 didn't do as good as uh, they weren't worth ten like million, bro. Back in the days, right? But I mean, where he at in his career is kind of like kind of like the best, yeah, like, kind of maybe the best that he can do. Yeah. So 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 yeah. Touching back on that, so yeah, he's been struggling to get back into the industry. Um, I don't know if his probation, you know, prohibited him to like continue trolling or whatever that he used to do. He was big right. for trolling and, and, you know, talking crazy and saying people can't touch him, this and that, you know, he had a downfall where he did get caught lacking in the gym and a couple mm-hmm. guys beat him up or jumped him or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, right, six, right. nine was back being talked about, uh, the guys got locked up, whatever. Right. So then after this, after this incident, you see where six, nine now transitions into the Spanish market where, he started like he his whole uh his whole thing for that album was starting to to pick mm-hmm. up. He started interviewing in DR with Alafoque. He went to Puerto Rico, Molusco. He was doing a whole tour, right, for his album in correct, Spanish. Correct. Um, and then, like I said, <clears throat> I don't think the album did as strong as it should. But I'm gonna tell you where I think Six Nine took advantage of the Latin market. Uh, mm-hmm. I think six nine took advantage of the Latin market was when Anuel and Yailin broke up. You know, they broke up for whatever reason that they may have gone through. There's a lot of you know rumors and stuff flying out there. Um, nothing, it's nothing that is you know in stone. But yeah, they broke up. Um, like I said, Anuel and six nine are not are not friends anymore. They are quote unquote enemies for some reason. And what's the best way to get back at your enemy in the minus six nine? Then get in with your enemy's baby mom mm, and ex. Makes sense. Makes so makes six sense. nine, and not to mention Yailin, is the talk of every Spanish network for like since she's been with Anuel. She's been the trending topic. Right. Like as soon as she got with Anuel, she's been trending. She just always has been trending. And like I said, six nine wasn't really popping in the Spanish market, but now he gets this immediate boost once he starts, you know, going out with Yailin, like you know, going to interviews with Yailin, giving her gifts on social media. People just talk and talk and talk about him every time he posts something with her, which is perfect because now his engagement in the Spanish market has taken a, you know, a boom, an incline, yeah, a big boost. I mean, that uh, he was actually nominated in Premios One Twos, like, yeah. But guess what? They didn't go. He so there, yeah. so there is no. Listen, listen. I don't know if you haven't. I don't know if you've seen, but no, uh, I heard. Who, I, I heard about it. I yeah, heard so, about the so, whole thing going on. Yeah, so allegedly, Anuel supposedly, because Anuel's from Puerto Rico, right? So Anuel, 
he runs the, Premi- the, Premi- the premios who no, i don't know the premios juventud are were in puerto rico this year and Correct. uh so supposedly um the people from the coliseo the coliseum in puerto rico said six nine is not allowed in the in the in the coliseum where the premios were being held so six nine just pulled out of the event itself and uh he was supposed to sing with yailin and him and yailin right. ended up not performing and yailin pulled out as well in support of six nine which also took a lot of backlash she said damn you may be closing doors now for six nine doors that you may need in the future say six nine stops right, talking to you right. then now it, you're 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 screwed you know Right now, that is true. That is true. And I mean, like it, the article, apparently he pulled out due to security reasons. And uh, I know we like there were there been a lot of speculations about, you know, if anything happens to him in Puerto Rico, then, you know, something may happen to Puerto Rican artists in Mexico, which is it's a whole thing going on, like in the streets and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but We'll see. We'll see how everything turns. They out. said they said cartels are are protecting six nine or something, correct? Um, and the cartels were that allegedly made this threat, like you said, about the Puerto Rican artists if they were if something were to happen at six nine, which is crazy to me. That now mm-hmm. for all of, all of a sudden, which is what we're going to talk about next. Not that snitching is cool, but it seems like snitching is getting a pass now, for some reason, because six nine. Six nine recently collaborated with Kodak Black. Kodak Black, correct, correct. Um, and also apart from that, we're gonna touch on that. But apart from that, <clears throat> Gunna, who was you know allegedly God. you know framed for snitching, is back at the top. You know what back. I mean? So it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I still haven't listened to his album though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, let's touch on that. Uh, that Kodak, it. that Kodak collab. Um. I mean, his verse was good. I feel like lately, Kodak verses been 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 getting good. Right, they've been getting good. So, so Jalen's like I said earlier, yeah, facts. Now, like I said earlier, what's a better way to get him back at your enemy? And this is another way from Six Nine than collabing with Kodak, which is Anuel right. recently had right. a song with Kodak, and Kodak recently appeared on Anuel's album. On Anuel's album, and Correct. it's crazy. Correct. A lot of people in the comments are saying, "Damn, Six Nine must have gave Kodak a bag." Is Kodak even conscious of what's going on? <laughs> you know, a lot of crazy stuff going right. on because Kodak is also a guy from the streets, and you know, what I'm saying, which is surprising. Um, but something that really surprised me was Kodak's verse, um, where he threw shots at Anuel. Uh, the whole song, mm. Anuel. Uh, has you know was the main you know the 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 protagonist you know what i'm saying uh uh kodak yeah. said that uh how you lose your well he didn't say your girl but you guys know we're gonna make it you know how you lose 13. your how you lose your yeah, girl yeah, yeah, to yeah. a snitch how you lose your girl to a snitch <laughs> so yeah. like what ha- what had had to happen between anuel and kodak that's super random bro like man i don't know bro because i ain't gonna lie man when on when Koda helped on Anuel's song, I feel that gave him a, that exposed him to a little bit to the Spanish market. Yeah, and then he's kind of I I would say he's kind of like forcing the the hand that's fed him that that advantage. 
Yeah, facts. But I mean, but I do. The real question is, the real question is, which collab was better? Was Anuel, uh, Anuel and uh, Coda Black's uh, song better or Six Nines and Kodak's song better? Mm. That's my question. Well, I do mm. want to know your opinion on that one. Which one do you um, think is better? <laughs> Damn. I mean, I, I'm, I've always been a big supporter of Anuel, so I'm a bit biased. Um, and I want to support Yailin, you know, in a way too, because Yailin is Dominican. But I don't like I don't like how they they bash him, my guy Anuel, man. Like right. I don't like, I don't like how they talking bad on him like that, and they they, they trying to make him do something that he shouldn't do because he's in the right paths now. You know what I'm saying? He left the the you right, know right, the right. demonic streets Anuel, you know, in the past. You know, <laughs> so yeah. uh, I nah, mean, I, what a what I do like about this whole thing is that Anuel kind of like kept the professionalism and didn't really like respond, say anything. He he's like, I I mean, I'm still putting out hits. Y'all can do whatever you want. I'm still putting out hits, um, and all that. Yeah, I mean, in a way, Anuel is kind of all right. So I mean, he 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 no, is no, no, going no. through something. Well, no, he is replying because I meant I forgot to mention in the whole thing, um. Every time Anuel would like post an indirect post, like for instance, he uploaded a picture with some girl that's now rumored to be his girlfriend. Right. When he, right. when he posted this girl, Yailin and Six Nine became super petty, and they posted a picture. I think Yailin posted it of Six Nine holding Anuel's daughter on his chest. Right. Yeah. Which is super is disrespectful. I feel like at that point, like, man, at that point, you you should not be getting like kids involved. You should this. not involve kids. Uh, not bro. not at all. Not at all. That's that's like but, a like they say. Eso es sagrado. Like family is sagrado. Like correct, you feel me? correct. So correct. six nine and Yaline, that was super immature. I mean, she's only twenty years old, bro. But golly, man, I would expect it from her because, like, like you said, she's twenty, and and that's the thing, bro. When I heard that she was tuning, I was like, damn. Like, it, may, it didn't make sense at first. And I'm like, damn, she, she is really 20. Not, now, you, now you can see kind of like when you hear her talking, you can see the maturity a little yeah. bit. Um, but, yeah. yeah but, but really I, I would expect it from him, but not, yeah. I mean, from her, but not from him. Yeah. Uh, like six nine. I, I mean, he's a troll. He he's all, he's always disrespecting I mean, that people in the families, though. He's always that done true. that, bro. Um, but I would say that's where you draw the line. Yeah, for sure. Especially a recently born. You know what I'm saying? And and it's like yeah, they're prohibiting Yanuel to even like see the baby. Um, but really right. quick before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> what's your take on six nine? Um, basically, buying women like happiness with gifts. Like or buy, I mean, or, or winning when women winning women over with gifts, not necessarily. Like, it just seems like he's a giver. Like it doesn't seem like he provides. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, if I if I'm gonna be honest, he's been doing a lot of good lately. Like in DR, he was giving money when he went to Cuba. He was giving everybody money when he went to Africa. He was giving people money and helping people. Uh, 
I'm friend to the I mean, love he life. Say, the love life. Though, he like. he did say he did say in the interview. He said, "Yeah, like I give I give all my female friends uh, that are single. I give them gifts just so they don't feel lonely. I mean, there's people like that. There's people that just give gifts just to give gifts. Yeah. Especially, I mean, if you got it, and you can do it. Why not? Yeah. And he's minimizing everything. On everything, Anuel has gifted her. He's doubling it, literally. Car, double it. Like he's, you know what I'm saying? Like he has made everything like bigger, like her chain. He made it bigger. Literally. He got a bigger yeah, chain. Like, that is true. That is true. Yeah. That is true. But, yeah. but I'll say, Ooh, <laughs> this is a good question. Who y'all think got the bigger bag though? I think Anuel might low key. Bag? I think Anuel low key. Humbly, I think I know. I mean, I know those does have a big, he's a big investor too. He's a big investor too, bro. He was investing in the UFC. He invested in like, Mm -hmm. you know, Reebok is a thing with him. Like he's doing a ton of stuff. You don't see a lot of collabs in six nines and you know what I mean? So, oh no, no, I think I know it definitely got a bigger bag in my opinion. He's been doing it longer. One day. That's true. That's true. I mean, I got to I got to go. I got to go for for me. I mean, this, this is a goal I want for the unit to be with us, crew, you know. Uh, we got to live next to Anuel in the Porsche Tower. So that's the goal. <laughs> Five years. Make sure y'all subscribe. That's tough. Make sure y'all hitting that like button. Nice. Make sure y'all commenting. <laughs> Make sure y'all doing everything that's going to help this channel. <laughs> facts. Not facts. But yeah, let's wrap this up, though, man. Let's wrap this up. That, yeah, that yeah, enough. yeah. That good talk. Good talk. I feel, yo, I feel like we hit a lot of good points. Uh, let us know what you guys thought about today's episode. Uh, you know, the movies thing going on. Let us know your opinion on that. Let us know your opinion on Messi move to MLS and how is that going to affect the MLS? Let us know what you guys think about that. Let us know about this whole crazy thing between 6 9 and and my boy Anuel. <laughs> <laughs> let us know what you guys think, right? Um, and yeah, let us know. As always, as always, always let you guys know. Let us know what you guys want to hear. That way we Facts. can make the content you guys want to hear. Comment it, you know, leave it in the comments or even DM us. If you know us personally, you got our numbers, shoot us a text. Uh, I know last time we were talking about merch. Merch is coming soon. So nobody please, entered. Please, nobody please. even commented. Give nobody away, entered. So. Nobody commented. So this is what we're going to do. We're keeping the merch. We're keeping the merch. We're keeping the merch. We're just going to rock yeah, it. We're just going to rock it for ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and also, we, we were thinking about possibly doing live streams. So let us know if that's something that you guys would be uh interested in so yeah we 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 and then we trying to figure out how to sneak a couple in-person episodes here and there for you guys so yeah stay tuned make sure you guys are liking subscribing uh if you're listening make sure you guys are leaving a review make sure you're sharing it with your mama your sister your uncle your aunt everybody in your family and then tell you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and yeah Bye. Well, any final words for us before we wrap it up today? Remember to subscribe. And, and bye. Bye. Peace. I'm Olipas. <laughs> <laughs>